The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. to Elementary, the podcast where we go episode by episode through CBS's Elementary show, uh, because it's awesome. I'm Tabs. And I'm Naomi. And today we're talking about dirty laundry. I will tell you this. This one had me going. <laughs> I was confused. I Like, not confused. Like, I didn't know what was going on for pretty much the whole episode. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely, there, there were a lot of twists in this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, um, I mean, if we can get into a little bit of the, uh, of the, the, the last twist, the final twist, um, I was, I, I was big into theater, uh, for several years and I had a discussion with some people and we were talking about the idea of plays and musicals that will run forever. Things, you know, Shakespeare is always something you can do. Um, the crucible has so many different meanings. Cats and mm-hmm. Oklahoma will play forever. Right. But then on the flip side, there are shows that have a shelf life. Um, we've just come off of a run of Will Rogers Follies. And not that many people know who Will Rogers is anymore. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about the idea like the musical Chess, which is the whole uh, USA versus the USSR. And the fact that people, there will come a time where you can't do that anymore because people won't remember what the Cold War was. Mm. And so the idea that we're still dealing with leftovers of the Cold War is a really cool twist because people don't expect that. Right. And so I think that that, that was a great twist. I mean, if you're going to say someone's a spy or a sleeper agent, your first thoughts are you know, with the, the Taliban or something like that. But no, this is just people who got left behind when the war stopped and how do you come out of that cover right and i thought it was a good it was a good tie-in back to new york because a lot of times when a show is set in new york they they don't keep all those kind of elements like of course there would be spies in new york because the un is in new york um so i like that they had that you know that uniquely flavored new york angle yep because sometimes it's just like, oh, another murder, oh, another murder, oh, another murder. You know, there's nothing New York-y about it. So I like mm-hmm. when they do that. And, I mean, Sherlock Holmes did not just solve murders. Mm-hmm. He did other things as well. Right. So this is one of those things where, yes, it was a murder, but you get into the idea of, you know, what is all of the other stuff behind it? What is the political intrigue and scandal? Mm-hmm. And that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, this, this episode was really good. I liked the, I liked the placement of, of all of the characters. Uh, even if you thought you knew who the killer was, there was these other very viable suspects, uh, because we saw them all. Like my big thing with TV is like, oh, of course that's the murderer. We've talked to him 12 times. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did a really good job of, of pacing that out. And we talked to the daughter a lot. We talked to the father a lot. We talked to the, the handler a lot. So I thought that was really well done from a writing's perspective. Yes. I, I was still sort of stuck in the, not, not stuck. Um, I, I still like the sort of the callback to the whole Joan being flustered by the idea of sex. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and when, when they're in the bar and Sherlock is, oh, my, we, we want to hire you for my friend and I, the two of us together. We right. want to hire you. And right. she's just like, no, no. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I really like that aspect because it shows just how experienced Holmes is in the criminal world. And not just personally, but he just knows how to spot people. He yep. he knows how what they look like and how to pick them out of a crowd. And those kind of things is what makes me love the original stories. Is his observational skills about people he doesn't know. And I was I was very pleased with that whole scene, and yeah. just the way it was set up with them sitting in those chairs and talking to each other and all that. I love that. And I mean, how often do people do that? You're you're stuck in an airport or you're sitting in a cafe somewhere. And you people watch and you make up the backstories. But if you're, and you do tend to look for clues as to, okay, well, this person has a briefcase and, but their tie's undone. So there's this happened and this and that. And I mean, that, that's something that people do. Right. And if you, you can go to that next level, it is the idea that I'm not just making up the story. I know mm-hmm. that this person did this and was that and came from here. So that's, that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, I am quite over though, the mystery story where we find a body in the laundry in the dryer. <laughs> this is like the fifth or seventh show that I've seen. That I'm like, okay guys, I get it. It's fun to put a body in a laundry room. Well, it, it is, you know, trying to, to wash away the evidence. Mm-hmm. Quite, <laughs> it literally like, okay. is. Mm-hmm. Yep. But at least this was like a, like a like a hotel laundry where it's like a big huge dryer. Yeah. So it, it le- at least it made a little more sense than uh, there's an episode of Castle where the girl is in the the dryer and I'm, I skip the whole episode. I'm like, how do you fit that body in there? <laughs> like an apartment and, laundry dryer. It, well, well, the whole key is the fact that the girl was a contortionist, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> But yeah, I I loved Watson and Holmes in this because of their relationship. Like we've had a lot of strained and kind of not working and kind of working. And this episode, it was nice to see them bouncing off of each other a little more. Yep. And we also got to see Watson be, uh, you know, be awesome in her detecting skills. The the conversation that she had with the daughter Mm -hmm. and her picking up on the fact that, you know, I, I know people who've been through rehab. I know the signs. I can spot this. Yeah. And I mean, you, you had, you had Sherlock who was a user and should have spotted it, but it wasn't something he was looking for. Right. And so that I thought was, was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I loved her, how good she was with the daughter too, because this is her job. This is what she does. Right. So some, some writers might miss that. Like she's supposed to be really good at this and she's supposed to be really kind and, um, and it shows also that it's more than just a job because that that there's nothing, there's nothing financially gained from her helping this girl. She gives her a number and tells her to call her anytime. This, it really is a compassion thing. Yeah. It's a, you know, there's the people talk about the difference between just a job and having a calling. Mm-hmm. And in this, I think that Joan really, I mean, she, she, as a doctor, she was compassionate, right. but in this, she really has found her calling. So I, yeah, I, I liked it all around. I, I keep saying, you know, pretty cool, pretty cool. I was like, yes, this, this whole episode was awesome. <laughs> and I did like the, 
I did like the daughter's role in everything. I I thought that was that was it was good. It was believable. It was viable that she would confess. Um, and I just she was great as as a character and as as a foil for for Holmes and Watson to to go off of. You know the whole idea that that Watson usually in most of the stories he's the relator, right? He's the person that relates to people, mm-hmm. and that that often is a deciding factor in things because he relates to people. Uh, and Sherlock needs that in his life <laughs> to help him. Yep. So the sort of Sherlock to humanity translator. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, I, if you were to t- have told me the twist at the beginning, I would have thought it was a little ridiculous. Like, oh, we're all spies. But the way that it played out was so believable. Mm-hmm. And uh, t- talking about the fact of plot devices that continually are, are used through different shows. Um, I am a huge fan of, of the NCIS mm. franchise and the LA version. That was their big, they had like a two episode arc over the fact of there was this network of Russian sleeper agents that got brought in in the fifties mm. and were left here. Right. And they've been trying to track that down. And I mean, I completely didn't even cross my mind for for elementary that that might be a possibility and it just it was so different in the ways that they presented it and it was so well done that it just like ooh, that's that's again that's that's cool Uh oh that's cool that that is so so that is my summary of the episode oh that's cool (laughs) that's cool (laughs) everything everything that you see was cool (laughs) well and i i really like the idea i think you're right i think the idea that that we haven't overplayed that in a while because the Cold War is over and we have a generation that doesn't know about the Cold War. I think that's what made it a great twist because, you know, as soon as we see Persians or uh, Afghanis or, you know, any of those races, we're like, oh, it's a terrorist cell. And we jump there because we've been conditioned because all of our stories are like that. Or, oh, no, they think it's terrorist, but it's not, you know. Um, oh, it's it's someone of, of Middle Eastern descent. It's they're going to try to go for. It's never terrorism. <laughs> it's never uh, terrorism. It's like House. It's never lupus. It's never lupus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because because of that, and I like the I really like the idea that the wife wanted to keep spying, and the husband wanted to go out because that's just a power exchange that you wouldn't normally see. Usually, it'd be like the wife, the husband, like, "Oh, we have to be spies. We have to keep being spies." And the wife would want out. But I like that that power switch. I thought that was really cool. Well, I mean, one of the the sort of stereotypes that you do think about when you think of you know the Soviet Union and Russian spies is that strong female Soviet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so that in, in a sense, we could say, "Oh, it was sort of stereotypical." But again, because we haven't seen that in so long. It is refreshing. Yeah. I think just in the, like, she's, she's such a strong Soviet that she, like, even what her daughter wants, she's not going to do. Like, no, you have to do everything for our country, even though it's not your country. <laughs> even though it's not a country anymore. Right. And that's, I mean, that, that, that is what you do when the country that you're sworn to mm-hmm. stops existing. Right. 
Yeah, it was it was great, and I like the I like the way again. I'm going to go back to you know you didn't know who it was. I like the way that they framed the shots because I'm just thinking about when when the daughter calls Watson. She's sitting at the bottom of the stairs, and then all of a sudden you see her father up on top of the frame, kind of lurky, <laughs> and she has to go, and you're like, oh, he's the bad guy, because <laughs> yeah. that shot just makes him look like a bad guy. Yeah, and I mean, you you were. It, 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 my mind was spinning off into so many different possibilities mm-hmm. of trying to to figure out what it was and oh there's this oh it could be that oh she was having an affair oh she was taking a cut of the of, of the profits oh right. it's gonna be this oh, it's gonna be that and it just I mean it it could have gone so many different ways and honestly we we could see an episode that opens in almost the exact same way that will take you somewhere different yeah. and that it just really wonderful writing yeah especially since it's really hard in in especially for hardcore mystery readers or hardcore mystery followers you know fans it's really hard to surprise them because we've done plots and plots and plots and plots and plots you know we have 11 seasons of murder she wrote <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot and, of variations on a theme and and, and how many oh, I'm, I'm trying to, to think how many years has the ellery queen mystery digest been in, in publication oh, a long time yeah. i mean i i know i read that for like i think something like seven years yeah. and it was celebrating it's i don't remember what big huge anniversary so that's is the idea, you know, how many variations can you have on something and how can you add that twist? And this is the, 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 these are good twists that are coming in. Yeah. And how can you add that twist without cheating? You know, like a lot of shows will cheat like, Oh, this piece of information that you, the, the audience never knew just suddenly came out, which is fine if you're Dr. Who, you know, <laughs> but not yeah, fine but, in a mystery. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember who was it said, you know, if, if you, place a gun on the mantle in the first act yeah, you Chosky. have to use it in the second yeah. and if you use a gun in the second act you have to place it on the mantle in the first right. yep. yeah so yeah i i'm going to give hats off because this is so much more than a procedural and that's what i keep saying throughout the series but i will keep saying it because it's true it's so much more than a procedural procedural we'd been like oh yeah he did it because there would be no twists there would be we yeah. found all the evidence now we can get the guy you know, oh, she, he lost his job. She started having an affair. He felt emasculated, so he killed her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, and we noticed that because of the bathroom. <laughs> oh, and some DNA evidence that we got five seconds after we collected it. <laughs> yes, because, you know, we have those instant read DNA machines right. that right. we can just look at, you know, t- take a... a cell phone picture of a piece of hair and we have DNA. Right. Uh, Watson continues to be trying to help Holmes with his, with her leaving in this episode. And I, I have been very stuck on how this is going to play out because obviously she needs to stay. So I don't know if she's going to move out and just get called in because that's the original Holmes story, right? Holmes and Mm -hmm. Watson only lived together for a little while. And then, you know, he's practicing and Holmes will appear and go, hey, Mary, I need to borrow your husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
or you know he'll get a call or or a, a message or a telegram or something like that and he goes off with homes and doesn't venture so i don't know i, I think it'd be weird to ha- not have her in the house yeah i mean now it's definitely new york city is less ground to cover than i don't remember exactly how far they were apart but you know england mm-hmm. it's a country not quite as large as the state of new york but almost right um so i mean you you could you could have her being there and that would be i don't know that could be sort of interesting as she's dragging her next client along right. these cases. Right. And, and now you have this trio of people trying to figure stuff out it's like wait what yeah but, I, yeah it could be fun you know and especially if that, she that might make it too much of an ensemble right especially well especially if she if she switches clients like obviously these are limited runs that she works with these people so you know you could have different people different times and you could have their different reactions like why do you keep leaving <laughs> wait you want to take me for crime scene right. what is this some sort of like then you have the 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 you know the the one person that throws up when they see the body that kind of reaction <laughs> Is this some sort of weird form of therapy? <laughs> I don't know if I like are you t- this. Are you trying to tell me my my what my end will be? <laughs> trying to shock me into being clean? Yeah, I don't know. It, it would be funny. Uh, also, in this episode, I like the callback to the multiple screens, and it's useful. You can yes. watch multiple screens, and and I thought that was really good, especially because there's that setup before of of. Um, of like, well, it's going to take so long to watch all these things. And you're like, oh, no, no, it won't. Holmes can do it. <laughs> but seven lines of input at once. Mm-hmm. So great. I like that that's a useful thing. It wasn't just a wasn't just a funny thing to put, like a visual thing to put in the first episode, that we've used it a couple times now. Uh, I like that. I like when my characters are consistent. And that's one of the reasons I love Buffy, because they call back to other episodes. I, I have never seen it. I, I know I'm such a bad you know, Joss Whedon fangirl, but I've never, I, I'm not into vampires. Uh, so that. I wasn't either when I, before I started Buffy, I honestly was not. I'm not. And it's more, I honestly think it's not a really a show about vampires. Yeah. Well, th- the other thing is I do really like the movie. <laughs> And that's, no, I, I don't know, that's, I feel like that's, that's one of those things where, like, you can't admit that. No. Because, oh no, Buffy the series was so awesome and it was dark and crazy, but I like cheesy 80s and 90s movies. I, I like cheesy movies. Okay, let's forget qualifying it for a second. I like cheesy movies. And so that Buffy, was Buffy awesome the series. Buffy the series, I will admit, is fairly cheesy, especially the first season. Uh, it's not dark. Uh, you know, like now there's like Vampire Diaries and all of these other shows that are kind of scary. And Buffy was never scary. It was pretty campy at putt points. You're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and Joss has admitted that himself. He's like, yeah, kind of forgot to put the scary in. <laughs> Well, there we go. Okay. But anyway, so that, will, that's, that is... That'll be to, the next thing on my list. Yeah. But that's for a different podcast. That's for a different podcast. But, it, you know, in general, I do like shows like that because every once in a while when I'm watching a show, I'm like, guys, 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 did you watch your own show? <laughs> that person hates that or, you know, that happened there and uh, you were acting like that never, ever happened and I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Uh, but with this, with this, I, I feel like they know their characters. They know the little things that they're going to sprinkle throughout the whole series, like these screens, I think is really cool. Yep. The 
that you have to, I mean, it's, it's interesting to, to sort of peek into the writer's room. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if, I, I haven't found any uh, blogs or, or anything from the Writers for Elementary, but I know with Eureka, they had a, uh, a weekly thing where different writers would go through aspects of the show and how they were doing it. And that was really cool because it sat there and it talked, okay, we've, we've sat down this season, we've figured out what our points are going to be mm -hmm. and the things that we've decided are important. And I mean, so, so that's, you know, do you sit there and figure out, okay, this is going to be a key aspect for Sherlock. He's going to be able to look at these multiple screens and know everything that's happening. And how can we use that? So it's memorable, yeah, but it's not constantly hitting people over the head with, hey, look at all the TV screens. Yeah. So um, there's, there's a couple places that could be, they could either have planned it or it could have been, usually what happens is when you hire a team of writers, you do it after the pilot's been picked up. So all of them have seen the pilot and that's the that's the one show that they hang off of and they're like you know what this would be really useful because i have this and this element you know so either way either way it's smart either way it's really worked yep and, and like i said that the idea that they've used it just enough they haven't yeah. hit us over the head with it every episode well it's not been the same but... every episode like the the purpose for it in the the pilot is to introduce us to homes in a in a glance it gives us how bizarre he is his talents and the relationship he has with Watson. Mm -hmm. uh, in the the second time they use it, it's also it's it's for his relationship with Watson. It's no, I'm going to keep doing this, and you talk to me. <laughs> uh, and it gives us a little more insight into why he does it because he explains it. Uh, and then this one, it's to solve a case, which I thought was it was really good because it's not the same. He's looking at different screens, but it's still. It's like, okay, this is why I did it, and now here is where it's useful. So I think that's really cool. Yep. Where most people would have just done it to, like, every morning, Holmes gets up and watches seven things or reads a book and seven things, or you know. Yep. So I think that's cool. This is the cool episode, guys, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Summary of the episode. It's cool. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I think that was all I had for this episode. Do you have anything else? I don't. I my, my I'm moving between computers, and so it was like taking notes on episodes. No, that's sort of. <laughs> and there was also a big test that I was prepping for at the beginning of January, and so it was again. Do I have to write something other than schoolwork? Not no. going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a good episode. It kept the twists, and I. Usually, I've been saying that there's a twist and then there's another twist. This one had like five twists, you know, and I thought that yep. was that was good. I, I'm just, I, I'm glad that because you you had the twist where the daughter thought she did it, right? And I'm I'm glad that they twisted it again. Yeah, I was kind of holding my breath been, because that would have been bad. It, it would have yeah. been really sucky if it if she ended up. I mean, I can completely understand if that's how it happened, but right. I'm glad that it didn't. Yeah. But we'll be back next time with more elementary. And
Grr. Gah. Yay, me.